I want to take it on um, today, and I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, just the mindset that we have, because we all have a mindset. Mindset just means where is your mindset? What is it on? It's kind of like a, a highway that we take every day, um, and our minds go down different pathways. And sometimes we find ourselves just going down the same old pathway, same old thoughts coming and going. So just take a little bit of time and think about where your mind is set today and how that is affecting um, how you're feeling today. All right. For some of you, all, most of you know who I am. I'm Dr. Karen Malone. I'm with physical, uh, Price Physical Therapy here in the Twin Cities in St. Paul. And I have a book. It's called Your Hero. And the only reason I tell you that is because I put a lot into that. Um, that I really believe and um, have seen over the course of my plus 30 years uh, working with people who've had stroke. But, you know, that said, it's just a picture of the things that I found that were very helpful, probably mostly in changing mindset, because I think that's where we start out in life. And certainly in stroke recovery, mindset is a huge, huge thing. So hi, Kathy, thanks for joining. Um, so I wanted to just share just briefly um, about myself, because maybe some of you don't really um, realize that uh, I lived in China for about 20 years, and um, I did a stroke recovery there for training, training other people to do that in hospitals, and then tra training local people to do that in the home. So my passion for helping stroke uh, survivors has been longstanding. And um, it's a privilege uh, for me to be able to know so many of you and others um, that I have known through the course of my career. So I'm grateful today for you guys. I'm grateful for the opportunities I get to actually talk with some of you through Messenger, um, get to know more about your lives and the things that you're facing, um, because I really care. And I, I really want to know those things that are causing you to feel stuck or uh, where you're struggling. Um, and if I can be of any help, of course, I want to be. That's just what it's all about. Um, but you face a lot of things as a stroke survivor. I understand that, that I haven't faced because I'm not a stroke survivor. I've never had a stroke, even though I may have known probably hundreds of people who have. But I've had my own life. And, um, you know, just even going to China was huge, you can imagine, for me. I didn't... Um, grew up in a Chinese family, and I didn't um, ever visit China before I um, knew I was to go there. I'm a Christian, and I really felt God's call in my life to do that. But there was a lot involved. You know, you don't go into a foreign country and not learn the language. That's my idea. So I spent some time learning the language. And I also, yes, grateful to be alive. Yes, Stephanie, amen. And when you, that's what happens when you, when you find yourself in a new place. There are new things to learn. I had to learn culture, language, right? And when you found yourself as a stroke survivor, you were kind of in a different place too, I suppose. You had to learn a lot of new things that you never anticipated that you'd ever have to do. So I can understand that to, to a certain degree, certainly. Um, I also stuck out a lot in China. I'm five foot eleven, and um, not Chinese looking. And uh, you can imagine, with the multitude of people who are Chinese, that I would look very different to them. So I had a lot of eyes on me most of the time I was in China. Um, I got used to that. 
um, you know, call out foreigner, you know, not, and not in a, a mean way or a bad way, but they recognized, you know, the fact. And, there, and when I first went there, there weren't that many who were Western um, and foreigners there. So it was a big deal for them to have somebody walking down their streets and doing things, uh, very curious about everything. So, you know, when you became a stroke survivor, perhaps you felt very, uh, maybe still do, a little self-conscious about, um, about yourself and your daily life or going out in public maybe is hard. Um, so I understand that to, to a point. You know, again, I'm not a stroke survivor, but I understand what it's like to be very different from everyone around you. And um, that's a big deal. I, I want you to know I really appreciate that. Um, so those are the things I had to um, to go through. Then I, I wanted to do certain projects when I was in China for uh, stroke survivors. So I had to find a way, you know, I had to um, I had to locate wheelchairs that I really wanted to give out because I didn't want to just give out the, the kind that was available where I was living. So I had to research uh, places in China to find the ones I really wanted to give out if I wanted to give a wheelchair out, of course. Um, and then I had to find ways to get into homes and, and, uh, and meet people who were in need and train up people who could help them. Um, so there was a lot involved um, to reach that dream for me. And, um, and that was my desire and I stuck with it. And I think that's, that's important to stay consistent and, um, and to go through it, go through the days that seem like failures and you um, go through the days that are, are just fantastic and you make, make all those connections that you want to make. So there's the ups and downs of, of doing anything big, isn't there? So it's huge. And I just wanted to share that as part of my own history, um, the things that I have faced myself. And, um, there's a Chinese proverb that says the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. And you may feel like you're on a journey of a thousand miles. And um, really, all you really need to do is the next step. Um, you'd love to be 500 steps down the way or 30 steps down the way. But maybe today is a one step day. And that's okay. You know, it's accepting where we are. And it's saying one more step, one more step. I'm headed in the right direction. And I'm just wanting you to really think about your mindset today. So I'm kind of going to try to kind of help lead you along a little bit with this. And I hope that you can get something really good out of it. All right. So the journey of a thousand steps or a thousand miles begins with a single step. So think back um, to when you had a stroke, you had your stroke. What was the one thing that majorly changed physically for you? And um, I think a lot of um, people think about strength being a major thing. You know, um, all of a sudden, half your body is very weak, and that's kind of how it gets characterized. And so we think the opposite of weak is strong. Um, so I want to get strong on that side, and of course you do. And that would be, be make a lot of sense. But if I could, I'd like to um, interject another word um, that goes beyond the strength, and that is the word control. And um, the more that I um, work with people who have had stroke, I feel from them that one of the big feelings they get is that they just have lost control. And it goes beyond the control of arm and leg. Um, it can also be the control of life, the control of relationships, the control of time, the control of, of just the um, variety of choices that you wanna make every day. So control is a pretty big thing, and, I, and I'd like you to kind of think about that today in, in light of your, your situation and um, what you're feeling about um, your circumstances. 
your physical circumstances. Others also may have more cognitive or speech issues, but control. Sometimes even your mood seems to kind of take over. You know, you can feel high and good and, and um, very positive, and then it can be kind of low and uh, depressed and uh, hopeless. Those, those feelings come around too. And I think it's good to be real about that. There's a whole grief process I'm sure you're aware of. I think that, um, yeah, the strength is huge, but what does that really mean? You know, if I don't have the strength, I can't move my arm or my leg. I can't get out of bed. You know, I can't feed myself. Um, I can't maybe swallow. All kinds of things. There's a big control factor there. And that's um, something I think that as caregivers and uh, healthcare providers, we need to really realize that that's a big, big thing that people are facing. I felt out of control when I was in China, out of control. I, if I want to eat, I better uh, figure out how to find the food I'm going to eat and be able to say it. And, um, you know, anytime you're in a very new and big uh, situation that you're not familiar with, you, you don't have the control that you do when you're back in the familiar and back where you were kind of in charge there. So, so is there anything left that we can feel um, in control of? I think that's maybe another side of the thing. We think I lost control. So what can I take control of? Surely there must be something. And uh, what could that be, right? So I would say that um, one thing I want to think about today is mindset and how we're facing these huge struggles is the choices we make because most of us after a stroke or people who've had a stroke can still make some choices. They may not seem like uh, the kind of choices you want to make, but it's still a choice. So not all of your choices are taken away after a stroke. And you may need to see clearly uh, when you can make certain choices. And, you know, healing time is not a choice. I wish it was. I wish we could just choose. I'll be well today. But healing takes time, and uh, it's not something we have control over. So we want it to go faster. Um, we want to be in a different place, right? Um, but I would ask you today, if you choose, if you make a choice in your mind for something, do you think that the choices that you actually make, internal choices, they may not have any direct impact yet on what's happening, but can those inward choices influence your healing can it influence who you are and how you're how you're get, how you're going through this i think it it can be huge it's the mindset it's it's where your mind will live not just visit but live where will your mind live and and can you um, take control of that um, and maybe you need to have help to do that you know maybe that's not something that you can necessarily do on your own but i would say that it's pretty pretty big um, in all our lives, mindset. Um, I think it sets the stage for where we're headed. I think it sets the stage for all those around us. And I do believe there's choice involved. Even when you can't move physically um, the way you'd like to, you can make internal choices about how you will look at these things and um, how you will stay open-minded to the possibilities that maybe are there and you don't see them, right? So where is your mind living today? And where can you focus? You know, let's focus on something you can learn to control. And um, there's some attitudes that I think are huge and very helpful. One of them is called the I can try attitude. Do you think that's an attitude or a mindset? 
that you can choose today, I can try. And maybe, maybe you feel like you're not in a place where you can, but what can you, can you try? You know, can you try to, to swing it around and think positive? Or can you try to find um, the help that you need in those around you? You know, you can feel pretty locked in as a stroke survivor because if the people around you have never had a stroke or never been around somebody who's had a stroke, it's a real learning game for them too. Yeah, they don't know. They're learning from the outside in and you're learning from the inside out. And somehow or other you're gonna to have to meet in between that somewhere. There's the I am grateful attitude. You know, we talked about that this morning in my short little Facebook. You can choose to be grateful and you can find something to be grateful. I mean, you're breathing, right? And you're um, able to see, hopefully, uh, you're able to um, something. You're, you're able to see a loved one. You're able to know um, the care of someone around you. There's so much to be grateful for. We have blue skies still and green grass. And uh, it goes further than that, of course. But there's so much to be grateful for. There's the I can look for, ask for, and accept the help I need. You know, that's a big one. Um, there's an attitude in there, a mindset that says, I know I'm in this situation and I need help. I'm open to that help. That help may not be perfect. It may not be exactly what I want at this moment, but I'm going to receive the help that I have and what I've been given. I can look for it, ask for it, and accept. Yeah. I can continue to keep my eye on the next step. We talked about that with the um, thousand steps, right? A thousand miles is, is the uh, next step is very important. So you can continue to keep your eye on the next step and on it and at the same time on a distant target. There's nothing wrong with having a distant target, a place to to um, look out in the distance, to have the far sightedness that you need to say, where where do I really want to be? You know, and then there's a nearsighted, you know, um, what can I what can I do today? Right. Do we hit all of our targets? You know, we may not. And that's something you have to accept. But can you shoot for any target? Of course you can. And what if you hit it? You know, what if you get so much closer that you're in a better place that you really enjoy and, um, and find a lot more satisfaction, right? If you never aim and you never shoot, then you'll never know, you know? So I would just encourage you to think open-mindedly about setting targets. You know, there's that idea of being realistic, but but you can be so realistic that you never dream. And I, I don't want you to feel like because you've had a stroke, you can't dream anymore. Of course you can. And um, there could be a lot more possible that um, you're not thinking about today. So I can see myself on a line of continuum of healing. So you're, you're on a, a continuation of healing, right? And um, there are days, I'm sure, where you may feel desperate and you may say, I just want to jump out of this plane. I just want to find the exit door. You know, I, I understand that again to a certain degree. I've not had a stroke. I have gone through cancer. And I remember getting that diagnosis and thinking, um, you must have the wrong person because I don't think that's me. I, I don't think I have cancer. Um, but I did. And um, then there's the idea, you know, if there was just a door I could go through and I just leave this behind, I would really like to find that door. Um, so I can move on. Um, and then there's no door. So it's finding in that place the mindset that we need. And we realize that we're on a continuum, right? We're going we're gonna to move along in this, right? So what can get in our way with some of these things? 
So the barriers that can come up that can keep back the ability or the thought that you can be in a better place with your mindset are false beliefs. You know, there are many false beliefs in the world and uh, we can find ourselves believing them and without even questioning, is this a false belief or a true belief? Because if you're going to put all your effort into a belief, I think you should find out whether it's true, right? Um, so false beliefs that we can have, one of them is, as a stroke survivor, that I'm past the window of gaining any more brain recovery. I have heard that so many times. And I know it's been taught or told people from uh, even medical um, professionals. I can only give you my um, experience as a uh, stroke, stroke care provider, uh, as a physical therapist, that I have seen improvements in people uh, years after a stroke. So to me, that can't be a true belief because I've already seen it happen in people's lives. So I believe the brain is very able to continue to heal, to continue to lay down new pathways. Will it take the right exercises or a lot of um, work? Yeah, it can, certainly, definitely. Um, but no window, as far as I know, has totally changed or totally closed. I mean, I realize there are people who are very, very severely affected by stroke, and there's so much damage that's happened that it's very, very, very difficult. Um, and, you know, maybe there are cases where it's just really hard to find those new pathways. I mean, I appreciate that. Um, there's other um, illness and, and disease that can can be in a person's life along with the um, stroke, and diabetes and, and other uh, diseases that can affect our whole person that can certainly affect our healing as well. And I appreciate that too. So that's not, I'm not being unrealistic, but I'm saying for so many um, who believe that the window is closed, um, I would probably disagree and say, I don't think the window's closed, but why don't you come over and have a look out, <laughs> right? It's important. If the window's open, we need to look through it. Yeah. So the other one is I'm only a burden to those in my life. And um, that's very sad. That's a very sad uh, false belief. You know, I'm, I know everyone's in a different family situation and under different circumstance. But I can assure you that there's nobody in the world that is a burden. All right. And uh, you don't need to be a burden. And um, it'd be difficult. And there's challenges but you are just as valued and priceless and precious as the next person, all right? We all are. There is no difference in us. Uh, I believe we've all been created by God and that he loves us all the same and that uh, he hasn't made any burdens in this world. He's made people, and um, we're to care for one another, and that's important too. So don't think that way because if you feel that you're a burden all the time, um, you're just going to feel down, you know, and it wouldn't matter. If you had the best caregiver in the whole world, uh, for a caregiver to care for somebody who just feels like they're a burden, that's not a help because um, you need to be a, a team. You know, you need to work together. You know, I said that to somebody recently in my life. Um, and uh, when those negative feelings were coming in and, and it just pulls, it pulls at relationships when one person feels they're just such a burden. It's not, it's not giving the other person your best, really, um, even though you may uh, feel like you deserve that attitude um, because you're under so much stress and um, you've lost so much it doesn't make you a burden it just means that your life together is a challenge for you both or all to get over yeah and to get through 
and to work in every day. All right. Another false belief, I will never something, you know, I will never be able to walk in the garden again. I will never be able to cook anymore, you know, and, you know, again, I don't know everybody's circumstances and situation, but I just know that that word never isn't really always very helpful. All right. There are other ways to look at things that are very, very challenging. How about I don't know what is possible, but I can keep working toward the best that I can have or be today. All right. I don't know what's possible. So why give in to never? If you don't know what's possible, why, why sell yourself short on never when there could be a very real possibility that things could change to some degree for you? Yeah. So I don't know what is possible, but I can keep working toward the best that I can have or be today. All right. So positive focus will prevail. It certainly prevails over negative focus, right? Or neutral focus, right? So why not choose? Why not choose to be positive? It doesn't hurt to do that. There's no pain involved um, to be positive. And um, what can it do? What can a positive focus or mindset do? How does it prevail? Um, well, it opens up your mind to see anything good, which you can otherwise easily miss seeing. Yeah. It can open up your mind, the mindset that says positive. I'm going to be positive today. Yeah. It opens up your mind to see anything good, which can easily otherwise be missed. You don't want to miss out just because you didn't have your eyes focused in the right place. Right. Have you ever, um, been uh, playing one of those games we like to play that game my son and I where there's two pictures and well something's missing in each one you know and you've got to try to figure out uh, where the missing bits and pieces are and you've got to really look because sometimes they're very hard to find but I just know that if I'm positive say, I'm going to find that I know it's here somewhere I'm going to find it and then when I do I'm all excited of course um, but if I just give it up and just said you know I just I'll never find that it's too hard I certainly will not ever find it. That will be true. <laughs> but if I stay positive and keep working at it, there's a very, very good chance that I will eventually find it. All right. An open, uh, a positive mindset changes the whole present moment that surrounds you. It, it's like it, it just changes the atmosphere when a person is positive, right? It doesn't mean that our positive thoughts will, will create what isn't there necessarily, although in a way it seems like it. Things that are invisible become visible because I was positive. I brought out in that the person that's helping me the best because I remained positive. It, it encouraged them. And then likewise, they encouraged me again. So it, it starts a positive cycle between you and, and the environment that you live in, right, or that you're engaged with. Um, so it affects those um, in a positive way. It can make getting what you need or want much easier. And I don't say that to be manipulative. Um, because I don't think we should manipulate people by the way we um, treat them. But it does help, you know, it does help get you what you need when you can remain positive about things to, because you're encouraging, you're encouraging to others. And when others are encouraged, they tend to encourage back. That's just how it works, all right? And it calms our hearts. It brings a sense of peace, even in the midst of a storm. Now, um, for me as a Christian, my greatest calm and peace comes from just knowing the Lord Jesus and, and trusting him. But if we, if we focus on the things that are positive, all right, the things that can be, 
Um, it does. It just brings a peace. It doesn't make things unrealistic. It just says, I'm going to see the best that I can see right now. I'm going to be focused. I'm going to be looking for the things that will be helpful and hopeful, right? So I believe that, that the positive thoughts don't necessarily create things that, that are not, but that uncovers what is already there and already possible. Yeah. And I believe it can influence our situations and, and those around us in a huge way. Okay. So um, being in control of your mindset, again, we're getting back to what we talked about earlier, where you lose control with a stroke, what can you be in control of? And I do believe that there are aspects of your mindset that you can choose to take control of. And um, I likened it to um, four things here. I have um, that when you are in, in control of your mindset, that um, you want to be in control of like flipping the switch so the light can come on. All right. You can flip the switch in your situation. Now, will the electricity all be um, tied in and everything? Well, we don't know. But if we don't flip the switch, the lights will surely not come on. Right. So be in control and, and flip the switch. Yeah. Be in control and open the door. Why? You open the door, um, fresh air can come in, you know, and you think, well, how will I know if there's fresh air out there? Well, if you never open the door, you will never find out. All right. So it's like opening the door when you're in control of your mindset. Yeah. It's like opening a window or a window shade, I should say. So the light can come in. So again, you know, is it a cloudy day outside? Is it a sunny day? It is what it is. But I'm going to open the window. I'm going to find out. I'm going to open that shade. I'm going to open that blind and find out. And being in control, being in control of of your smile. It's hard to smile and be upset. Come on, try it. No, if you're upset, give it a smile and tell me what effect that has on you. Right? See what happens. Um, with all of that. Think about think about those kinds of things. Yeah. So I'm actually putting together a course. I have been and I, I think I've just about got it. And I think, oh, you know, I just really want to make sure that it's something that the people that I'm engaging with, like yourselves, are looking for, you know, because I want to be of help to you. Um, you know, if, if somebody wants chocolate cake, and I make banana cake, well, then I won't be making as many people happy, will I? So I want to find out um, what is on your mind and what would be helpful to you. So I'm thinking that adding something into a class that would speak to mindset, be encouraging, uh, it would be very important. And to me, um, working through that with other people is important. So a group kind of uh, course, I think, would be good, where we can interact with one another and spur one another on and encourage one another. So I'm thinking of having a group course um, with the content, of course, being focused on stroke recovery. So adding in um, exercises that, again, instructional and educational. You can, you can choose. You can see if this is an exercise that will help you. So having a selection of exercises that you might try and encourage one another in and say, this is how I did it and this is what really helped. Um, I think that would be pretty cool, actually. I don't know if you've ever been in a, a group stroke exercise class where you actually can interact and um, be working together in a lot of ways, even though everyone's at a different place and facing different things. Yeah, but we can be a help to one another. So that's one thing. Um, and the other thing I really, I really love teaching and I really think helps 
and not something people think about, and I've said it a zillion times, but it's normal movement patterns. I love that. Again, you know, you may not think that that's something you really want to learn about, but um, learning how the body is supposed to move and how you did move before um, is part of that target that I talked about keeping your eyes on um, because you want to move, I'm assuming, um, in a way that feels good. And that's what really normal movement patterns are all about, is finding that movement again that felt really good, where things moved more easily and were more effective and efficient in your life. So that's kind of my idea of having a, a, a class together. So my idea is to do a beta uh, program where a certain number of people, not a huge number of people, would come together in um, be a Facebook group, but we would learn together uh, we would have some, a little bit of exercise class together where I could record those uh, for people who couldn't make it um, so they could see it. And uh, I could talk about more about this normal movement that I think is so important. So it would be a beta class for about three weeks. And, um, and we would do some of these things together. It would be a real together thing. All right. So I'm just curious to see how many people would be interested in something like that. I was thinking maybe we would get online if we could and meet up three times a week in, in a live situation, like on Zoom, and I help everyone, I would help everyone to get on that if they're having trouble. But having also like a, a group place where we could meet together, and I just, to me, that just sounds so exciting, um, because I just think anytime we can pull our resources together, you know, we just go further. We're like united in this thing, you know, we're for each other, and we feel that um, encouragement, that impact, right? If not, it doesn't mean that there's not something else out there that would be helpful that maybe I could help um, spur you on in. I'd love to. I want to get together with you and uh, walk through some of this life together with you as best I can. So go ahead. Um, but I hope you found things today that have been helpful to you already, meaningful, things that you can try. Obviously, you can go back and look at this again if you want. Have a wonderful, wonderful, positive day today. All right. Bye-bye.